Hello everybody, welcome to Cookies in Christ. I'm Lila, and here I have my friend, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> um, today we're at Kim's Tea House, and we have, both of us have Reese's cookies. Um, would you mind describing it? It's very soft and chewy and peanut buttery. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but my favorite candy is Reese's. No. So this is like a dream come true. No. No. No? What's yours? What's your favorite? It's a hard one though. But, like, Skittles, probably. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we're having Reese's cookies. They're delicious. If you live around here, come to Kim's, because it's the best. But, anyways, we're going to dive right into 1 John, chapter 4. Um, if you want to follow along, we're in the ESV version. Um, or at least I am. I don't know about Sarah. Sarah is in the Christian Standard Bible version. Alright. So, she might have slightly different translations, but that is, like, honestly makes, um, like... It better sometimes. Yeah, interesting. Different translations make it easier and harder to understand. Yeah. So. I always remember, like, sometimes, like, I won't understand a passage, and then, like, they'll read it at church or something, and it's, like, a different translation than mine, and all of a sudden I'm enlightened. <laughs> Alright. So, this first section, or at least in my Bible, it's verses 1 through 6, and it says, Test the Spirits. And, honestly, when I just read the title, I was confused. I was like, what is this about? Um, but basically, especially in verse 1, it kind of explains what it means. It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Um, and then it keeps going in verse 2. By this, you know, the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come is in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and, and now is in the world already. So I kind of explained it. So it's like saying to not completely trust everything right away, sort of. Like especially if you're coming upon like a new situation or a new place or like new people really, I guess. Um, is saying that if it's trying to, if they're trying to like persuade you to do something, make sure that they're speaking from like, like from God, they have, they're speaking from Jesus, because if they aren't, then they're just trying to lead you down like a deep dark hole that's really hard to get out of. So what, what do you think of that, like testing the spirits? I think it's saying, like, um, because, like, so, in my Bible, at the beginning of every chapter, it has, like, the, um, like, when the book was written, like, in history, and so it's saying, like, um, around this time, like, John was, the, um, the Romans had destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, and he had relocated to Ephesus, and so I think he might even be saying, like, 
like the Roman leaders, like they're telling you this, and like they're saying that like they're the prophets, so like they might like not really be, and like you just always need to be like wary and like be like on guard and like know what you believe, like before like buying into like what other people are like telling you to believe, because sometimes like they might not always like be correct, and like he's saying like find like your real truth and like your real um, answers like in the word, like yeah. I think like you know the verse like be slow to like quick to quick to listen or quick to hear but slow to speak and slow to anger. So maybe that has like sort of an application like that. So instead of like speaking and diving into something right away, make sure you're like listening and you're making sure that it's from the right source, aka Jesus or God. Um, So in my notes, I have verse four. Which it says, little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he is, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So basically, that's saying like the Holy Spirit in you, that once when you confess and repent, like that comes inside you, is greater than any demon that's going to come along and try to persuade you into just sin, basically. Yeah. I think he's even saying, like, because a lot at church right now, like, we're just, like, talking about this, but, like, Jesus has, like, already won the battle, and so he's saying, like, you know, like, the one who's in you, like, he's already won, like, you're, like, fine, like, don't worry, like, he's got you, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of what I've already said, but verses 5 and 6 explain, um, like, why... Uh, like he who is of the world is not really like good. It says they are from the world therefore they speak from the world and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this the spirit of truth Oh, by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So well, okay, so the first part of, like, five and the first part of six, it just um, explains, um, like, the Antichrist is from the world, and they speak, like, to, like, your desires of the flesh, really, and instead of, like, um, like, they speak to the flesh rather than, like, the soul, or I guess, does that make any sense? Like, they speak to, like, what the flesh wants and, like, the simply, like, nature and, like, what that, like, what that part of you wants rather than, like, what, like, the Holy Spirit inside you wants. Yes, I think that's what, that, that's what I was trying to say. And then we, like, the believers that, like, believe Jesus, like, rose from the dead and everything, um, are from God. So, like, people know God listen to us and those, and vice versa those don't um so this is like that sums up like this section of testing the spirits this is how we discern like the true like good people or yeah influences from like the error that will lead us on the wrong path Mm -hmm. so the next section um verses 7 through 21 my Bible is titled, God is Love. Um, 
so verse 7 repeats like a message that John has like like spoken about multiple times in this book already so if you've been listening you've heard me talk about this but verse 7 says beloved let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God so basically John is commanding us sort of in a way to like love one another because for us to be like God we have to like reflect him so if God is love then we should love in order to reflect who he is does that make sense um in verse 8 says anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love so basically that's like straight up saying if you don't have like kindness in your heart and don't like act and speak and like yeah act and speak with love then you don't know him like and I think I've talked previously like what do you think knowing God means like you can like know of God or know God what do you think the difference is well like knowing like of God is like basically like any person could be like yeah like I know of God like I've heard it and like talked about before but like I think, like, knowing God is, like, having, like, an actual, like, relationship with Him and letting Him impact, like, your every decision and, like, Him really, like, guiding your life, not, like, you making the decisions, but, like, having Him, like, guide your life and guide your decisions and guide the choices that you make and um, just living your life, like, for God and just being, like, I'm putting God at the forefront of every relationship, every thing that, like, I do, like, I want people to see God, like, through me and in me, and so, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, alright, so, verse 10, I know I'm skipping a verse, but in verse 10 it says, and this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, I mispronounced that, um, for our sins. So I think that's important to remember is that we're not saved because of like our love and our actions for him. We're saved because of his overwhelming love for us. Um, and I think that is important to remember because sometimes, like, I know I get caught up in, like, trying to, in a way, please God and like, my actions, grades, and everything. Um, but it's not uh, our actions that matter. It's, well, first of all, Jesus' actions and, like, his love for us. Yeah. And I think, like... Yeah, just, like, if you're, like, trying to please God and, like, trying to, like, live, like, and just be perfect for Him, like, that's unpleasing to Him. And, like, you want to, like, live, like, for Him, but not, like, do stuff to please Him. And, um, mine says that, like, so, like, love consists in this, like, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. So, like, Jesus, like, came and, like, 
he was the sacrifice like for us and like he um yeah like it wasn't up to us and it was god wasn't like oh like sarah was good like i'm gonna send jesus like for sarah like he was like no like i'm sending him for all and you can either choose to like deny or accept him and but it's like through my love and my grace that he's being sent not because of any of your actions or anything so that was good yeah um verse 11 kind of like touches on what i talked about earlier like reflecting who he is it says Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So there's this, like, talking about, like, and in order to, we should always strive to become more like him. And so to be more like him is to love one another. Um, verse 12, it says, No one has ever seen God. If we love one another... God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. So, what do you think that means? Like, we haven't seen him, but if we love one another, he's here. So, like, what is your view on that? Well, I just remember one of my pastors, like, always saying, like, you can't love unless, like, someone has shown you love. And so, like, you know, like, our love is the love that, like, God has poured into us. It's like we are unable to love someone or to show someone love until like we've been shown it because like we don't know what it looks like and so when God shows us like his love like then like we are then enabled to love others and so like we like yeah like we've never seen God like we don't know what he looks like we don't know anything really about him except for what it says in the bible but if we love one another like God remains in us like he's in us and like he like, through us loving others and, like, teaching others about God, like, you're giving them the love of Christ, which then, like, will stay with them. And, like, people don't just, like, forget things like that. Like, they remember. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, I think that was good. Um, verse 13 says, By this we know that we abide in him. And he and us, because he has given us his spirit. So that's kind of like, it's just stating like that when Jesus died for us and our sins, um, the Holy Spirit came in like into like those believers. And that happens every day now. Um, and just abides in us. So as we abide in him and like try and set our path based on who he is, like the Holy Spirit also abides in us, guiding us. Um... Uh, verse 15, in my notes I say plain and simple. So it says, whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So it's kind of basically what I just talked about. Um, how, like, yeah, it's what I just talked about. So you have any, like, comments or something on that? Like, I think it's interesting how it's saying, like, God remains in him. Like, you always think of that aspect. Like, yeah, like, the Holy Spirit is in me. Like, yeah. But I think it's cool how it says, and he in God. And it kind of just, like, emphasizes that, like, you're not just, like, um, 
in the back of his mind and like you occasionally pop up like you're in god like you're constantly on his mind he's constantly looking out for you and i i just i think that's really cool yeah so So, like i've always talked about like or like i've always heard that like you want to be like on fire for him not like like you want to either be super cold and like just not know him or on fire for him you just never want to be lukewarm which, to be honest, I found myself in that lukewarm state a lot. Um, it's, but it's a continual process, I think. It's a journey. Sanctification, man. <laughs> um, verse 16 says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love love abides in God and God abides in him so that's just repeating that like God is love and when we love we abide in him and he abides in us because we're reflecting who he is um verse 17 says by this by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is so also are we in this world um, so I think that kind of says, like, we can have confidence on a day of judgment or, like, like the day Christ comes back, right? Is that correct? Um, because he is confident. So is that what that means? I was a little confused reading this. So what do you think? Like, I think it's saying, like, if you know that, like, you've accepted Jesus, like, you should have no shame, and you should be waiting for the day of judgment to come, because you're like, I can't wait till I get to see, like, my Savior, like, face to face, and so, like, and so you're saying, and then it says, like, because as he is, so also are we in this world, so, like, he came down, like, in this world, and, like, he lived a perfect life, and so, like, clearly, like, we are unable to live a perfect life, but, like, we're, like, well, hold on. <laughs> like, we're in this world, and so, like, we're gonna sin, and, like, we're going to fall short, but, like, once we have accepted him, we become clean like him. So, like, then, like, that, I guess, gives us confidence, so... Yeah. So because of that, because of our pureness from his pureness, that's how we like low key gain allowance into heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think verse eighteen is like one of my favorite verses that I've read so far, even in First John. It says, "There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear." Um, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And I just like like that very first part. There is no fear in love. And that's just so calming. Because as it said before, that God is love. And if there's no fear in love, then when we have God with us, there's nothing to fear. Which I think is still very powerful. Yeah, I think it's like, there's like no, like, 
fear and love and like perfect love dries out fear and like we as humans like are unable to like give perfect love mm-hmm. and so that comes only from god so it's basically saying like god like drives out the fear in our lives and he just like he just like calms us down and i know that like sometimes whenever i'm getting like stressed out or something or like i'm nervous and if i just like pray to god and i'm just like god like calm me like just like give me peace like automatically it's just like i'm just like calm down because i know that like there's someone like no matter like how bad i do he'll always be standing there like supporting me and that's just like such a calming feeling Mm -hmm. and so like there's like there is no fear in love because like with love like it's unconditional and so like you know like no matter how many times you mess up or how bad you do or like whatever you do like he's always going to be there and so yeah I think that's one of my favorite things about God like his uh, steadfastness and his love and like his like yeah his love for us is yeah. that it's never ending. It's not conditional, it's like, like it's you unceasing. said. Exactly. It's amazing. That's like even when we like fall into like the deepest, darkest ditch, he is there. Yeah. That's like wow. Um, verse nineteen says we love because he first loved us, and so even before we were born, even before we were like formed in our mother's wombs, he loved us. He knew, like, everything that was going to happen for our lives, and, like, he loved that, I guess. Um, and that's comforting to know, because, like, I, at least for me, I haven't always loved him. Like, I was brought up in a Christian family, but, like, my personal love for God did not start until for a while. I don't remember exactly when. Um, but, like, he... Like we said, is unceasing in his love for us. I like how it's short and like straight to the point, and like there's like no room for like question or error. It's like it's just there. It's like we love because we first loved us. Like that's it. That's like all there is to it. Like because he loved us like we loved and like there's nothing else like to it like you know I just I like it I like it's short and it's just like I don't know sometimes, but it's like it's still like complete you know yeah sometimes the most like impactful things are the shortest he wept man <laughs> I was just about to say that like oh my gosh um verse 20 it says kind of like a whole message that's been repeated over and over again in first John it says we uh wait on verse if anyone says i love god and hates his brother he is a liar for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love god whom he has not seen so basically that's saying like don't be a hypocrite don't say that you love god and like pretend you're leading that path of life but then like go home and like in like literal sense hate your brother and like more of a figurative sense like just hating the world and not acting with love um and then verse 21 finishes out the chapter saying and this commandment we have from him whoever loves god must also love his brother 
So it was just talking about like, in order to be more like him, we must reflect who he is. Like I said. Um, so do you have any like closing thoughts as we finish up this episode, this chapter? Well, I just think it's like, because like oftentimes like I'll say like I'm a Christian, but like I might not always be showing like love to other people. Like I might be like being mean to them or just like getting annoyed with them or like not talking to them. And so I think it's just like, it's just made me like realize that like, hey, like if I say I'm a Christian, like I need to be showing love. Like, you know, like God loves me. Like why should I not be spreading his love? Like other people deserve that, you know? And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that concludes our discussion today. Um, today we had Reese's cookies, which were delicious. I'm not done with mine yet. They were pretty big. Um, and we discussed um, testing the spirits. Like, don't dive automatically into like like new situations, I guess. Um, and then we talked about um, how God is love and that love is unceasing. Um, so, I think that's what I'm going to title this episode. Unceasing so, unceasing love, love which is still one of my favorite things um so yeah that concludes chapter four thanks for talking with me sarah no problem thank you for having me you're welcome all right bye y'all adios